3: Welcome in to the DNBR Buffs podcast presented by Manscaped. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, I just got off the Zoom call with a whole bunch of Buff student athletes. Uh, there were a couple of football players, a couple of basketball players, soccer, cross country, uh, golf, and volleyball. There we go. That's all of them. I was able to name. I was really worried that I was going to forget one of them and then I was going to feel bad. But no, those were everybody we heard from. Um, I have some thoughts. Uh, that we're going to get into, but I do have the audio from this call. So you guys can listen for yourself. Um, general vibe was that people are pretty upset about the whole pandemic thing. Um, as you would expect them to be, uh, we'll get into the details in a second, but first I want to share more about Manscaped. Manscaped is an incredible company because they do incredible work for the most incredible men. Uh, you can, uh, Get the lawnmower 3.0, the crop preserver, the uh, crop reviver. Uh, oh, wow, I'm forgetting what they call the body wash, but it's very good. Um, and you can get all that stuff, as well as a pair of breathable boxers, uh, a t shirt from Manscaped, a travel bag for all of your new uh, manscaping products. If you buy the Perfect Package 3.0, it's a great deal. It's the best way to get into manscaped um, and we really recommend that you do that so you can go to manscaped.com grab that perfect package 3.0 and then save yourself 20% when you use the code dnvr20 when you check out uh, again that's dnvr20 to save 20% and get free shipping from manscaped.com all right uh let's just start things off with uh, Tyler Lytle and Sam Neuer. They were the first two uh, people to take the mic today and uh, talk to us about what's going on. Um, I think we have to start with uh, Tyler Lytle's Zoom background, which is I'm not how do you explain this. So if you guys watch The Office, which you should because it's the best TV show ever created, um, there's like the conference room is, like, a very important place in the show, but also when they do the cutaways, like the confessional-type thing where it's somebody just talking to the camera, a lot of the time those are in the conference room and there's, like, the window behind. You can, like, see out into the office. That is Tyler Lytle's Zoom background. Like, this place that, like, they do all that stuff. So you can, like, see Stanley sitting in his desk outside the window. It was uh, just a great background. Um, Probably the best I've ever seen. And he deserves... Credit for that. Um, he also had some stuff to say that I think was um, interesting and also pretty important. Um, you know, whether we start with like the speed thing, uh, Adam Monster Tiger asked a great question um, about his speed um, because he has been showing up on some of those leaderboards that the buff strength staff puts out um, most weeks. And he's been right up there with Sam Neuer as being really fast. Uh, He says that he has been getting a lot faster, and that's something that they've worked on. He said that he was, like, actually slow. Like, the the, the book on him being that he's, like, kind of a statue in a pocket, like a very, like, strong arm, but a pocket passer for sure. That was right about him early, but now he has added uh, – more to his game. He has become more dynamic. Um, You know, a a lot of the conversation did revolve around what's going on now with uh, the program and um, there wasn't too much new information there. Um, And, I mean, I think I can just sum this up for everybody we talked to. Like, everybody's upset that this isn't happening. They understand that they, they have to be responsible if they're going to try to get the season back to be able to play this season in whatever capacity for all of these sports. Aubrey Knight kind of talked about how um, it's, it's almost tougher for the younger kids, the people who have been like, you know, looking forward to college and the college experience and all that kind of stuff. And now they can't go do a lot of the things that they want to do. But I think that throughout talking to everybody, it was very clear that they understand what needs to be done for them to be able to play. You know, the the football season is already in very serious jeopardy. You know, it's going to be tough to pull off a spring season for sports like the basketball programs. You know, they, they've had maybe the first month or maybe a little more than that of games canceled um, or postponed or whatever you want to call it. Um Building a basketball season is a lot easier to do at this point just because there isn't too much new ground that needs to be covered, um, whereas football, it's, it's all new. You're starting from essentially nothing in the spring versus starting with, okay, well, at the very least, if, if things are going the way they're supposed to be with the coronavirus, then on January 1st, we can start playing games and maybe that means a conference-only schedule. Maybe that means a short, non-conference schedule. Maybe that means a lot of games packed into a short amount of time. Maybe that means pushing back the NCAA tournament, the conference tournament, so you can fit a full season in. Who knows? But that does seem like it's easier to do than building a spring football season, which has never been done from scratch. Um, and But the, the point is they understand what needs to be done for any of that to happen. Um, and I think for the basketball team, seeing what the football program is going through. Um, you know, soccer seems like it'd be easier to build a spring season because they typically play spring tournaments anyway. But still, they've lost their whole season, and that needs to be rebuilt in the spring. Um, you know, cross-country, uh, That is uh, that was Eduardo Herrera, by the way. Um, he said that, you know, because cross-country runners are also typically – on the track team and the indoor track team and all that kind of stuff, it's it would be very very difficult to try to put a cross country season into you know the the winter and the spring because winter is when there's indoor track and the spring is when there's normal track and if you're already spending all your weekends going to all those track meets, how are you going to get to the cross country meets? So so that might be really tough and so maybe the cross country guys, that's that's something that has just been taken from them. Overall, and I think that kind of the message was, especially from the basketball people, was like, hey, we see what's going on, and that is more than enough to get us to act responsibly. Um, and, you know, I really don't have many doubts at this point, at least. And I guess at the same time, you know, you're talking to the leaders of all the teams, you know, maybe even the likely captains of a lot of these teams. And uh, what's going on is, They're saying that they understand and they think everybody understands. And so maybe it is wrong of me to assume that everybody on all those teams understands the gravity of the situation. Um, Just because, you know, we did only talk to, in theory, the most responsible people. Um, I don't know. Truth is, I, I do think that they can do their best. The problem is just what will everybody else do? And based on that, you know, what even happens with the coronavirus? We don't know. Maybe everybody does their best and song. It doesn't matter. We don't need to get into all that speculation. But, uh, yeah, that was obviously, like, the theme of the day, the disappointment of not having sports. Um, in terms of the quarterback battle, do we get any real insights? Um, I, 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 I think that we heard... That the offense is very similar to what Darren Cheverini ran in the past. You know, that was part of why Sam Noyer did decide to come back. Uh, remember, he was in the transfer portal. He was going to find somewhere else to play. Uh, he said that he didn't think there was really any shot that he would be coming back to Colorado, you know, but then he's watching the news and then sees Mel Tucker's gone. And then all of a sudden he's talking to Chev. He's talking to the new quarterbacks, Coach Jane Langsdorf, and He's like, okay, maybe this is a, a good spot for me to go or to stay, really. Um, a little insight into the story there. Um, but in terms of what to expect from this quarterback competition, I don't know. I mean, there, there isn't all that much new stuff other than that both guys think that they're ready to finally just go play football on the football field instead of in practice. Um, Basketball-wise, really no new updates there. Dallas Walton's feeling good. I can say that. Um he, he, Aubrey Knight, also on the women's side, is feeling good. You know, she's had her injury troubles as well. Um, generally, just like from the basketball side, both teams disappointed. They didn't get to play much of a postseason. Um, that would definitely be the takeaway. Um, yeah, I uh, I think that that's honestly about it. Um, it's good to hear from actual student athletes, you know, the whole time thinking through, uh, like you're sitting there listening to him talk. And it's just like, Oh, I wonder if I could get like some soccer players to come talk with me about the NWSL. Like that's something we should do. And like volleyball, what's going on there. And that kind of stuff, just because, you know, you don't get to hear as much as you want to from those teams because, you know, like last year I was going to, I got to like probably 80% of the home soccer games. Um, And watch the rest on sling. Same thing with volleyball. I guess I didn't get to as many of those. I only got to a few of them, but I watched a bunch on sling, um, the Pac-12 network. Yeah, I think that that's kind of the biggest takeaway is everybody seems focused. I mean, obviously disappointed. And uh, I don't know, just working toward the spring, but doing so in a way that makes it likely you can make it happen. Oh, I guess there were questions about um, do you think that basketball – could do something like go into a bubble for weekends and you know you play like four teams over the course of these four days in the bubble something like that and, you know that's the type of stuff that everybody has to be open to at this point um yeah all right I'm gonna get out of the way here's uh the football guys Sam Noyer and Tyler Lytle to kick things off huh, pun <laughs> that's very good
2: get started. Uh, first question goes
0: to Adam Tiger. Hey Tyler, uh, thanks for joining us on this. Uh, I wanted to ask you, you've kind of had to wait your turn for a true co- quarterback competition at CU and then this pandemic hits, just how frustrating have the last five minutes been being in your position and what was your reaction when the Pac-12 announced they were postponing the season last week? Um, it's definitely been tough.
4: Um, kind of a little bit of adjusting and, you know, this is the, my going to be my first fall without football. I think since I was six years old, um, so you know it is tough. You know I've had to wait, um, you know my turn to be able to compete. Um, you know I'm I'm still here, going to be here next year, and I'm just just have to be patient. Um, you know and see what they decide for uh, what football is going to look like over um, the next year, whether it's in winter, spring, fall.
0: Um, yeah,
4: you know, I just have to keep being patient, and um, yeah, I mean that's all I can do at this point.
2: First time I've seen Wendy. question, please mute your phone. Okay, do Okay. What's that? Mute your, your phone, please. Okay, next question is from Brian Howell. Brian, you're on mute. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah.
5: Okay, this question's for Sam. Uh, you know, Sam, I was just curious, you know, you made the choice to come back here uh, and, then, and then this happened. So kind of what are your emotions as you're kind of watching all this happen and you decide to come back and, uh, you know, you're one that could be done this year but now has a chance to come back for 2021. Uh, what kind of emotions are running through your head right now?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely been an emotional roller coaster,
5: uh, especially
6: these last couple of months. I mean, but everybody's going through it right now. So, you know, you can't really uh, look at it that way. But, you know, I think all you can do is kind of, um, you know, just keep working and keep your head down. And, and that's all I mean, at this point, there's really nothing else you can do. But, um, you know, our whole team's going through it. The, the entire, you know, I mean, everybody, every team around the country is going through it. So, um, you know, obviously my situation's a little different with leaving and then deciding to come back. but. I uh, just decided you know I just felt like it was the, the right opportunity and the right time and, you know to obviously compete with Tyler and, and uh, Brendan and stuff and so I think you know I feel feel comfortable about the whole situation and obviously you know it's the, the luck the timing of everything is kind of kind of rough but at the same time uh, you know it's still still uh, going to be a competition
2: Hey Brian again. Brian, are you frozen? <laughs> or it's the longest stare in history? <laughs> OK,
7: we'll come back to Brian. Uh, Justin Guerrero, you're up. Hey, guys, what's up? This is honestly for for both of you, if you wouldn't mind just going uh, one another. But just curious um, what you guys have been able to to get so far just in terms of a vibe, a feel from uh, from Danny Langsdorf and uh, what relationship you've been able to, to build with him and mm-hmm. kind of the, the vibe you've gotten from him as your uh, quarterback's coach thus far?
4: I mean, Coach Langsdorf's been awesome so far. Um, obviously, our time with, you know, the entire coaching staff has been limited um, but in the interactions we've had, um, learned a lot already. Um, kind of nailing down, you know, um, new footwork and a um, little bit of a new offense. I guess it's a kind of a twist on um, Coach Schultz's offense in 2018 um, with some new aspects, but I really enjoy learning from him um, the short time we've had and, you know, excited to get back to it whenever we can. Yeah, you know, I think I, I've known uh,
6: Coach Langthor for since since my junior year of high school. uh He's an Oregon native, so um, – and he also worked with my, my oldest brother at Oregon, so I've had a, a pretty good relationship for, with him for a while. And, you know, I think he's made the the, the entire transition and for us quarterbacks. You know, obviously Tyler and I have been through um, – this will be our fourth – or, yeah, fourth uh, quarterback coach since since we've both been there. So um, he's he's done a really good job, and he's made the transition for, for us, um, you know, especially during this, these tough times a lot easier and he's he's done a good job with um you know putting like tyler said like a little twist on on to coach Sheff's off offense and so i think um you know he's brought bringing a lot lot of good knowledge from from his past and, and he's trained a lot of a lot of good quarterbacks over the years so it's, it's nice working with him up next pat running from the
2: boulder camera
8: Hey guys, thanks for doing this. Um, and really, a question for, for both of you. Um, obviously, with a, a lot of leagues attempting to, to play football in the fall, how tough is it to, to be on the sideline and, and watching practice start at, at other places? Uh, and will it be tough uh, if games start in those leagues as well?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's obviously tough. I mean, when you see. Um, you know the SEC and other other conferences out there in full pads doing doing everything that you know we we can't do right now. It, it's it's I mean it, it definitely leaves a, a sour taste in your mouth. But at the same time, you know, um, like I said, we can only control what we can control, and so you know that's that's not in our control. But um, you know, it's definitely especially you know we all expected to play this fall, knowing that there would be um, you know some some. Uh, Diff, you know, just knowing it would be a lot lot different than the normal season, right? And then, obviously, when that got taken away from us, um, you know, now we're st- st- still in the same boat, like, with a lot of uncertainty. So, um, it's definitely tough not, you know, not being out there with our guy, you know, because we'd be in the middle of fall camp right now. So, it, it, it's definitely tough.
2: Brian Howell, are you unfrozen?
5: Yeah, I'm here. You're up. All right. Uh, Question is for Sam. Uh, You know, Sam coming back to play quarterback. Um, How excited are you to get back to the position after playing safety last year? And did you have to shake any rust off? You know, I don't think I really
6: because I I kept. I I... looks like Sam's
2: entered the frozen club.
6: Maintain throwing um, all of last year. Just, um, changing positions was it was. A, I, I honestly thought going to be like oh like he switched positions. He didn't really want to, but at the end of the day, like I, it, was, it was my decision and I wanted to do it. um Like I said, like I would have done whatever whatever happened. Like I would have played deeper or whatever position. Just because, you know, I wanted to do whatever I could to help out the team. And ultimately, I think that, um, you know, obviously I didn't see the minutes or whatever that I I really wanted to. But at the same time, I feel like it really benefited um, at least myself because I put my like, I got to learn different techniques and all the little small details about defenses. And so, um, you know, I'm I'm very excited to be back playing quarterback, Uh, just being back on the offensive side in general is just it's
3: a good feeling and, and it's where I feel at home. So it's good. <laughs> oh, uh, is it my turn? I think
2: you're muted. Oh, that happens. Yeah, you're up, Henry.
3: All right. Uh, hey guys, uh, this question's for Tyler. I- I'm just curious what it's like going through the first camp battle, um, and, then, and then this happens. Do you feel like you've gotten a chance to figure out what you need to improve upon uh, and and kind of find some parts of your game that you can build off of over the course of the next four months before we pick things back up again?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I had, I had three years to, you know, really adjust to college football and figure out what I needed to work on um, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but no, I mean... You, you never stop that really um, you know right when you think you're getting better at something something else falls apart. It's kind of, it's kind of like a golf game. It's like finally finally figure out the short game then your driving goes out the window. Um, but I mean it's it's always constant improvement in all aspects um, you know in path, through these past three years, um, you know size and strength was kind of a big thing for me you know I'm at a I'm at a good weight right now. Um, I've, gotten a lot, I've gotten a lot faster so you know I'm continuing to. You know improve my body, improve the mental aspects of the game. Um, but I'd say you never really stop improving all of those areas; you just keep working at
2: it. Okay. By the way, Colorado is one of 17 schools that does not have a, a quarterback on its roster that started a previous game on
0: the FBS level. Next question is Adam muster Tiger from Bus Stampede. Hey Sam, uh, kind of building off Brian's question, I wanted to ask you: being in those defensive meetings meeting rooms last year is there anything you learned uh, being on that side of the ball that you can kind of use going back to being a quarterback and then I uh, also wanted to ask you just when you entered the NCAA transfer portal did you think there was a chance you might come back and what was that process like uh, of being convinced to, to come back for your senior year
6: yeah so to answer your first question you know I think um you know when I first moved you know I, I obviously didn't understand didn't understand the, like, you know, I knew the basics, coverages and things like that, you know, cover two, cover like just your basic coverages, quarters and things like that. But then as as I went on, obviously, especially in Coach Summers and Coach Tucker's defense, you know, they have more of an NFL-style defense. So, you know, they're putting in new stuff every single week, and it was different techniques. And and, uh, so just learning how to, like like I said before, the details, the small details of things and knowing where, you know, I had to be, not only where I had to be in, but knowing where, you know, the linebackers have to be and playing hook curl and just things like that, um, you know, I definitely think, like I said, it's going to benefit me, and, and I've learned a lot from from that past the past year. But and just the process of um, the transfer portal and everything, you know, I, I uh, had some other schools lined up, and and um, to be honest, I I really did not think I would come back to Colorado. And then obviously, you know, you see Coach Tucker leaves. So that's on you know, the national news. And so I saw that kind of the same time the whole team did. And then, um, you know, having a, a relationship, like I said, with Coach Severini and then um, Coach Coach Langsdorf, I think that um, ultimately was like the deciding factor for me. And just, just knowing that, you know, I'd feel comfortable coming back with the same offense that I've learned for my first uh, two years at, at Colorado. So. Um, I think that kind of put my my mind at
5: ease with making the decision.
2: And back to Brian Howell from
5: the camera. Uh, This question is for Tyler, but Sam, if you could comment as well. Uh, Coach Terrell was talking about uh, some leadership, and he mentioned both of you guys kind of stepping up. And so I'm curious, as leaders, how do you help the team get through a situation like this where uh, there's not going to be a season you've got to try to maybe stick together uh, for another five months or so without any football?
4: I'd say it's, you know, as hard as it is, um, you know, it has to be business as usual as possible. Um, you know, back to work workouts, back to throwing um, on the weekends and um, during our free time. Um, everything we were doing this offseason to get better, you just got to, you know, keep on going and keep on chugging. And, you know, without it, it, a season, you know, it can get, it can get tedious, um, you know, but, I mean, you just have to have that, you know, goal at the end of the day. Um I'm still working towards something. It's not, it's not gone. It's just away for a little while. But you know, as soon as it comes back, I want to be as ready as possible. And you know, I think it's definitely our jobs. You know, as you know, older members of the team, and quarterbacks, to uh, make sure the team um, is on the same page as well.
7: Right. Sir Tiger.
0: Hey Tyler, uh, I know you've been kind of labeled as a pocket quarterback, but we saw you on a couple of those speed leaderboards up there with Sam and some other guys in the combo category. Was that a point of emphasis, or have we always kind of maybe underestimated your, your speed a little bit?
4: Uh, no, it was probably overestimated in my freshman year. Um, <laughs> you know, I was I definitely I was definitely one of the slower guys when I got here. Um, you know, just Coach Drew, um, Coach Justin, Cody, Teddy, Didi. Um, you know, I've they've, I've all been working with them um, pretty hard, and you know, my speed's been a big focus since I've been here. And um, you know, it's just kind of that process of just you know keep chipping away, keep getting better, keep getting stronger, keep getting faster. Um, but no, it's my my speed is definitely one of the areas I've um, grown the most um, the past couple of years, and especially this offseason. Um, I'm just going to keep working on that, and you know, becomes more as uh, more well rounded as a player and a quarterback as I can possibly be.
2: I'm not seeing uh, Ross McDonald on yet, unless you're under somebody else's name. Ross, are you on? Need anything else for uh, Tyler or for Sam? I guess Sam can finally take my class in the spring. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I have time now. I can do it. Been trying to take it for four
6: years. (laughs) I know. I know. All right, unless there's anything else for Tyler and Sam, we'll let them go. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
2: And not showing Ross, but I see Dallas Walton, has joined us early. I'm here. us. Yes?
9: Ross is there, Dave. Ross is there.
2: Yeah. Oh, where? Oh, there you are. Okay, Ross McDonald's on from the golf team. Ross was already in his sixth year this year, so he's typically been around. bomb uh, was pulling John Belushi. So, uh,
0: fire uh, for Ross. <laughs> Anyone? Uh, Adam, Monster Dagger? Hey Ross, uh, golf seems to be the one thing, one of the few things you can actually get out there and, and do and socially distance. Uh, with that said, uh, you know, how shocking was the Pac-12s, you know, postponement of everything uh, when that came out?
10: Yeah, it was definitely shocking. Um, I thought we all kind of thought that there was more of a chance we would play than not playing. Um, just because it is safe, you know, I'm, they're playing PGA Tour Benz and um, there doesn't seem to be any problem with that and most of our fall events we can drive to so we could have done it pretty safely um but i you know when it came out is i mean it's just nothing you can do but it was definitely shocking to all of us okay Pat,
8: hey ross uh, thanks for jumping on here um you know since the uh, shutdown kind of began in march just, just wondering what you've been able to do uh you know I, I, Golf courses generally have been open. Uh, You know, as Adam just said, you can kind of be out there and and be socially distant and
10: still do your thing. How much have you been able to do the last Mm -hmm. four or five months? Been able to do a lot, actually. Um, All the courses uh, opened back up in probably um, April. March, April. April and um, for the last few months, been able to play tournaments, uh, played three events over the summer. Um, so they had some, uh, some rules, some regulations. You had to follow the COVID couldn't, only, like could only have two fans or, you know, family members, um, or friends. And then you had to put with the flags in, and then they had some, like a foam pad in the hole. Other than that, though, um, it was pretty, pretty normal. So, which has been nice, you know, cause a lot, a lot of sports aren't like that. You can't really play. So, um, Fortunate in that sense that we can go to the golf course be safe um,
2: and get work done uh, Coach Edwards estimated that uh, most of the golfers played in anywhere from 8 to 10 amateur tournaments bad so they were out there and uh, Ross's bio is fully updated on the website is a uh, top accomplishment this summer was he finished as a runner-up in the state match play for the second time, right? Yep
3: Question from Henry Chisel. Hey Ross uh, you know, Rick George has been pretty adamant that there will be no sports cut through this whole process, but kind of the outside speculation was that if one had to go, it would kind of have to be golf just because of the way the numbers pan out. For you as a student athlete in that golf program, what's what's that like um, to, to hear that speculation if you did hear it?
10: I didn't hear that, so uh, that's the first I've heard of that, that um, accusation, but um, I mean, that'd be Devastating, obviously. The golf program at CU, is. I, Dave would have this down. How long has golf program been around at CU? Four? 15-14. <laughs> there you go. And it's, I mean, it's uh, got a lot of history. So um, I think Coach Edwards and all of our donors would do everything in their power to make sure that, that never happened, like it did to University of Tulsa when they cut the program had some buddies that went there and had to transfer, you know? So um, hopefully it doesn't get to that, that situation.
5: Brian Howell. Hey Ross, question for you about uh, Rick George, because I've heard some from football people that have said they've been really pleased with how Rick has kind of kept everybody informed throughout this and the way he's handled it um, as an athletic department. I'm curious from another sport, uh, how do you feel like you guys have been kept informed and and really kind of kept safe throughout everything?
10: Oh I mean I think Rick does a really good job of staying positive through these tough times um keeping everybody informed with what's going on and, you know when they when he hears new information he always passes it on passes it on to us so that's been really good um I think everybody in the you know athletic facility everybody in the you know working for CU has been um just done everything they can I mean it's it's hard because no one really knows you know it's kind of day by day. So, um, but I've been, you know, very pleased with the way that everyone's been
2: handling it. Anything else from the for Ross? I'll ask a quick one, Ross, if there's no golf in the spring, would you consider coming back for year number seven? <laughs> I will not be coming back for year number seven. All right. Thanks for joining us. No John from soccer, Eduardo on from cross country, We've got an A in my class, by the way, and is Jenna on from volleyball yet?
1: Okay, we'll proceed with questions for Gabby and for Eduardo. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Good to see you. Yeah. Continue.
11: Hi, thanks for having me.
2: All right, Linda, do you have anything to uh, talk about Eduardo's career real quick to give him some background?
11: Sure. Yeah, just so everybody knows, this will be Eduardo's fifth year. You can call him Lalo, though. Uh, He is an All-American. He's a three-time All-Region performer for the cross-country team, as well as a two-time All-Pac-12 Second Team honoree. He was a member of last year's Pac-12 championship team,
12: and he is one of three seniors who is returning to this year's squad. Okay, and Seth, if you
2: can talk a little bit about Gabby.
1: Uh, Gabby's a defender, senior defender, um, returning from the NCAA tournament uh, appearance last season. She scored uh, her first goal last year against Arizona State and started in all 22 matches and was a a solid piece to a a solid defensive core. Great. for The
2: first question for both of us is from Pat Rooney from Cameron.
8: Uh, Thanks, Eduardo. uh, I'll start with you. Kind of a similar question I just asked uh, Ross about uh, being able to get out and golf. You know, during the shutdown, seems like your sport is something you can still get out and do. uh, You know, even without NCA activities, what have you been able to do? uh, You know, your training routine been pretty close to normal over the past four or five months.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's pretty close to normal um for us it's not really difficult um i think the only change we've made so far is just in terms of the groups the amount of people that get together in terms of running we we've kind of uh decreased the amount of runners in terms of like the teammates that run so normally the way we do it now is we just run with the household um normally sometimes if we're running as a group we're wearing like face coverings um but i feel like it's not it's not very it's not a difficult task um, it's pretty easy just to manage what's been going on with the whole COVID. And uh, uh, we've been able to train um, pretty well throughout the summer. Uh, we've been pretty serious. Nothing has changed. I know uh, most of us have been pretty upset in terms of, like, the season being canceled. But I don't think anything's changing anytime soon in terms of our training. So, Thanks. Uh, and I
8: had one for... Uh... Gabby, too, Uh, I talked to Coach Danny Sanchez the other day. I know you've been back out in practice. Uh, Well, I I guess, can you give us just a little sense of what that has been like? Uh, You know, normally you'd be playing your season opener uh, this week sometime. Uh, Now you're kind of in limbo for your senior year. Just kind of what's been the uh, the mood of the team and and the atmosphere out of the workouts? Yeah,
11: definitely. I would say um, it's a little change-up. Um, our di- our dynamic is kind of split into two groups as of now, so I think that's been the most difficult and challenging thing, being a team unit but in two separate groups. Um, you don't really see half of the group, um, so I think that's been hard for our team chemistry. But um, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of unfortunate to hear that news. Um, but you know, like I said. In my interview a couple of days ago, like we're here, we're here to train. And um, yeah, that's all we can look forward to right now is just being together and still having that opportunity to potentially play in the spring. Jenna's now
2: joined us from volleyball. Sean, can you give us a couple of lines on Jenna? Yeah, Jenna Ewert, she, this
10: is going to be her junior year and she was a all Pac-12 honorable mention last
2: year and an all Pac-12 all Freshman team. As a freshman. Hey, Pat, did you have the same question for Jenna? Yeah, I'm sorry, Dave. what Was that? Did you want to ask the same question to Jenna that you asked the other
8: two? <laughs> sure enough, I guess. Uh, but uh, uh, Jenna, if you could just tell us a little bit, you know, how did your team react? I uh, haven't we haven't had a chance to talk to any of the the volleyball players just yet, but you know, how did your team react, and, and how disappointing was it? Uh, hear the announcement last week from the Pac-12.
12: Yeah, um, a lot of the girls, you know, we were trying to guess what was going to happen, I guess, because uh, we weren't, like, there wasn't a lot of information. Nobody really knew what was going on. Um, so we were trying to kind of guess what was going to happen and uh, some of us were, you know, optimistic. We are like, they'll figure it out. We'll have a season. But, you know, in the end, when they canceled it, a lot of the girls were uh, really sad. A lot of them were um kind of devastated especially like sophomores like coming in and it's their second season you know i was excited but i think a lot of us were uh i don't want to say relieved but you know not our season just not being just canceled but just pushed back to january like even having opportunity to have a season this year i think a lot of us were a lot of us are optimistic about that
2: next question from brian hell blow the camera yeah,
5: this question is uh, for Eduardo. Um, I'm curious, you know, with the with the possibility of running cross country championships in the season in the spring or over the winter, uh, it seems a little bit more difficult than some of the other sports. Uh, just curious, your thoughts on having a season in the winter or spring, and uh, and also as a follow up to that, uh, it looks like the NCAA might grant uh, seniors an opportunity to come back. You being a senior, is that something you even considered at this point?
1: Uh, yeah, I've, I've thought about it, obviously. Um... I I think it's a little difficult in terms of, you know, potentially having the NCAA championships in spring um, with Cross. And um, I I don't know, I think it just kind of throws us off in a way, especially for me. I I was kind of relying this year to, you know, perform at my best, at my highest peak for uh, track season, get some um, really fast times. So that way, potentially, I can pick up a contract um, for, you know, post collegiate. Um, But since with this whole COVID thing, I'm not sure if, you know, what's, what's going to happen with, you know, with the spring in terms of the track, you know, um, is it still going to happen and is it, is COVID going to be done by then? Um, I'm just kind of unsure in terms of that six year, you know, it's kind of like a unsure thing for me. Um, just kind of going with the flow for now, but, uh, yeah. Um, in terms of me thinking about that six year, it's still in the air, but with the whole, uh, spring, uh, Spring track and then spring for cross. Like it's it's. I don't know. We're we're kind of just you know training the way Mark is. Mark Wetmore. We're we're a very uh, hardworking group. Um, we're always working throughout the difficult times. So um, I don't think anything is going to change in terms of us training. Um, but you know, if if NCA happens, then you know we'll 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 be prepared. So yeah.
2: Next questions from Jack Carlin.
10: Hi Gabby, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, with the solid senior class last year, can you talk a little bit about what the leadership dynamic has looked like this year, and who's kind of stepped up to keep
1: the team close?
11: Yeah, definitely a great question. Um, I think um, we're still trying, you know, to find out who is going to be in that leadership role and who really wants to take on that task. Um, just with all of this COVID craziness happening right now, I think people are trying to understand their role and trying to understand how they're gonna be the person who represents the team the best outside of practice, in practice. Um, I think everybody's battling with it in different ways. And um, I think that's that role is still up in the air and it's multiple roles for everybody. But um, I would say the senior class, just given that there's only a, a handful of us, I think we've all taken it pretty well and um that we've represented that we're still here to play and we're still taking it day by day and um i think that's a great you know display to everybody underneath us
1: great. thank you
2: okay any other questions for the three looks like we lost jenna but uh Maybe for Eduardo and for Gabby, would you have any problems
1: if uh, you were to play two seasons in one calendar year? <laughs> I mean, I think well, for. for me, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I was gonna he, say
11: for Eduardo, that's six. He's got yeah. indoor too.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I kind of don't have a real a problem with it. I feel like we're the sport that you know doesn't really take a break. Um, we're out yearly, so um, I think there's no really there's not really big of a problem for me.
11: Um, I mean, essentially, no, there's not a problem right now. I mean, I, I haven't really thought about playing two seasons back to back. So, yeah, I mean, I think all of us are adaptable to doing that. It's just kind of still up in the air. And so I have no uh, certain rule as to how I feel about it right now.
0: For
2: Eduardo, what would be the perfect scenario, you think, to have cross-country in the spring with the other sports?
1: Wait, what was that? Can you ask the question again? What would be the perfect scenario
2: to have a cross-country season and championship in the spring, considering it's also indoor and outdoor track
1: season? Oh, man, I I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be difficult to tell, to be honest. I don't know what the best scenario would be.
2: And there was, you know, I don't know if there's been talk, but you've got the distance distance events outdoors. Do you forego distance and outdoor track? And then the national cross country championships are always, what, the second week of June anyway, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it normally it tends to be in June, second week of June. But, uh, I mean, I think everything's everything will be climbed up. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I see Jenna got back on. Uh, any fi- final questions for Jenna? From anyone? Going once, going twice. All right. We thank you all for joining us in these 10 minutes. We're now going to move to Dallas Walton from basketball. Dallas, are you still seven foot zero or did you grow another inch?
9: You know, I think I might have grown maybe an inch. <laughs> no, I'm still seven foot.
2: I'm still seven foot. All right. Troy, did you want to uh, give a couple of bio lines on Dallas? Uh, Sure. Um certainly not to make light of the situation but dallas is obviously our resident uh, expert on uh, seasons being interrupted um he's a fifth year senior officially however as many people know he'll be eligible to uh apply for a sixth year uh down the road if he chooses to do so um he's played uh two full seasons with us uh, led the team in blocks his freshman years played in 58 career games Uh, obviously uh Last year, it was great to have him back in the middle, uh, really getting strength uh, back, and uh, look forward to having him back um, on the front line with us this year. And I'm not showing Aubrey on just yet, so that uh, question for Dallas? Dallas, how are you?
8: Thanks for jumping on here. Um, Can you take us a little bit in the locker room uh, for the uh, reaction to the news last week uh, from yourself and and the the team? Was it pretty surprising that the uh, Pac-12 not only postponed fall sports, but uh, also did it for the beginning of the basketball
9: season as well? Yeah, I mean, we knew that uh, football would probably be affected, but we didn't. We weren't anticipating um, ourselves to be affected just because, I guess, our our season was we had there was some time between the two, but uh, it was something that we uh, had to had to take in and and adjust to just like, I guess, uh, our, just like everybody has been adjusting to, to things all year this year. And, um, uh, you know, there was some disappointment for, for sure, but um, I mean, it's just just we just got to stay ready, which is mainly mainly our main goal.
0: Adam Monster Tiger, Buff Stampede. Hey, Dallas, uh, Tad mentioned that uh, you had the bulk of, of the team, 11 of 13 scholarship players on campus since early June. What were you able to get done this this uh, summer, and how does this postponement kind of affect how you guys go about your preparation and workouts now going forward?
9: Well, a good thing for us is that um, for – actually, we had – we as we were working out from beginning of June till uh, now is that we, we've been able to uh, – Maintain negative tests, and so we've just been kind of uh, been able to. Or we actually have been able to practice and and do shooting workouts, and I mean, obviously under the guidelines uh, that that were that were established for us. But um, no, I mean, it was just able to get guys in the gym, uh, and just even just getting that little gym time means means a lot to us because some some teams around in the conference are not even allowed in their gyms. So. Uh, so our, our workout time since June has been has been really
2: productive for us. See Aubrey's now joined us, so Seth, give a couple
1: of quick bio lines on Aubrey, and then we'll come back to the questions. Sure, uh, Aubrey is a two-time Steel Area Pride Award um, winner for the team, uh, and you know, kind of like Dallas has some experience with having uh, seasons delayed or shortened with injuries. So uh, last year she fully recovered and came back and played in uh, all 30 games um and yeah looking forward to her
2: junior season let's go to brian Allen from the Boulder camera has a question for each all right first off uh, for dallas uh, i'm just curious how you're
5: feeling um, after you know having last season kind of getting back into it um talked to tad over the summer and he's he called you an x-factor for this next season um how are you feeling physically I'm feeling good physically. I mean, um,
9: uh, I used a lot of last year and a lot of, I mean, I guess the off time to to really get my my physical health uh, right, my leg strength right. I've been working with Steve a lot, and um, uh, I feel I feel I feel really good, feel really good.
5: And then for Aubrey, uh, you know, Aubrey, I'm just curious your initial reaction uh, from the players' perspective of of having basketball postponed for at least a couple of months.
12: I mean, it's definitely a bummer. We weren't really expecting this, you know. Having our season cut short in March of last season, that was that was a big bummer for us. But um, I think we're kind of excited to get that time that we missed in a uh, spring of last year to kind of get stronger and get to focus on those things that you know you normally focus on the off season. Um, so we kind of get those months back, which is which is a benefit. You're trying to look at the positives in this whole situation.
6: Pat uh-huh. Rooney.
8: I was just wondering um don't know how much you, you you follow national news or or some of the ideas that are being kicked around uh for pac 12 basketball maybe all basketball uh, after january 1st but uh you know are, are you feeling confident that uh there, there, there can be a viable season uh after the holidays after the new year and um you know along those lines do you think the team would be willing to to do things like, like mini quarantines on the road and, you know, maybe bubble sites for a long weekend to play multiple games and, and stuff like that.
9: Yeah. Well, I know that, um, one thing that's for sure is that we want to, we want to play, we want to play. And, um, uh, mm-hmm. what that looks like, we, we don't know right now. And I know that there's a lot of ideas and solutions being, being thrown around, um, but as far as as far as we know, we're preparing for a season where that comes all of a sudden in December or January or, you know, I, I'll, I'll, we just need to stay ready, which is which is what Coach Boyle has been talking to us about. And what all of our coaching staff has really emphasized to us is that we just need to stay ready. So we're, we're, we're just going however that looks. We don't know, but, but we'll be ready.
5: Back to Brian Hill. All right. Question for Aubrey, you know, Aubrey, we've talked a lot in the past about uh, how you haven't had much of an off season or really any off season in the last couple of years because of injuries. Uh, and now this happens, uh, you know, I'm curious, I know you were excited about getting an off season. So I'm curious how these types of situations have just kind of helped you grow throughout your college career that, you know, we've talked about the injury aspect, but adding this to it, is this kind of helping you grow as a person, as you've learned to deal with so many different types of adversity?
12: Yeah, I mean, coming in, I never would have expected that I would have had to have two surgeries and sit out a year and then let alone be playing during a global pandemic. So I think that all of this has definitely like been able to help me grow and I can kind of push my teammates because I understand how it feels to have your season canceled or you know, not be able to play a season. So I think this is really beneficial for us in that aspect and I can kind of give um, my teammates a little bit of that wisdom that I have that a lot of them haven't experienced. Um, and, yeah, I was looking forward to having an offseason, and that didn't happen. But with this postpone of our season, you know, that's kind of – this is kind of the off season that I haven't been able to get to kind of get stronger and really develop, which I'm excited about. Back
0: to Adam Ulster tiger from Buff Stampede. Hey Dallas, uh, you mentioned you got good work in this summer, and I know uh, Tristan De Silva just got in town. But I wanted to ask you about your impressions that you've had of those other newcomers this summer: Jariah Horn, Dominique Clifford, Luke O'Brien, Jabari Walker. What, what have you seen from those guys uh, early on? Um, well, I mean, one thing that uh,
9: I, I, I know that they that all the new guys got is great character. I mean, uh, just kind of uh, being around the guys, and I mean, I. It was weird when we first got on campus because uh, in June, just all the all the restrictions that were on us, but once we were able to kind of get in the gym with them and, and interact with them a lot more, I mean, I found that all of them are really good guys. All of them have the, have the work, perfect work ethic for the that that's in line with uh, our culture on the team. And uh, I think they'll be, I think they're really good, really good guys.
7: Justin Guerrero. Hey, Dallas and Aubrey. I've got uh, the same question for both of you guys. And, and Dallas, I'll just uh, start with you. But I mean, for both of you being student athletes in kind of the, the wacky world that is coronavirus right now, I mean, there's there's certainly a lot on your shoulders in terms of being disciplined and avoiding large social gatherings and parties and even small get togethers with maybe people outside of your respective teams and perhaps there's something to be said about when you actually have a season in place, the normal practices, games to look forward to on a regular basis. That 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 structure kind of maybe helps you maintain that discipline. And and now that maybe that that structure is not really there anymore. Like, how much more it, do you think is kind of required of you guys to to stay the course and and keep your eyes on the, the eight ball, which is going to be January first. Like, how increasingly tough is it to kind of just continue to stay disciplined now that there's there's not going to be uh, a season at least until January first.
9: Professionalism that you have to that usually is acquired over time. Uh, the younger guys have to get it a lot quicker, and uh, you know the older guys have to have to maintain it. So it's just this is a matter of just how you carry yourself. And obviously, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I mean, I mean, like, I, I, I'm not saying that they should just like shut off and just be in their room by themselves, but just obviously, when you leave the house, carry yourself in a very respectable uh, way. And obviously, like, I mean, uh, our our coach emphasizes to us that when we leave, that, uh, that what we represent is our family, uh, the team, and ourselves at all times. And so, if we're uh, embarrassing one of those three, then we're doing something wrong. And so, that's how we have to carry ourselves.
12: And, yeah, I mean, I think that it takes extra discipline in that and understanding that we every decision that we make is for the bigger aspect of, like, playing a season. You know, like, if we want to play a season in January, we have to do these things that may be difficult now in order to make that happen. So we can't go being reckless and go and party and hang out with all these people. Like, we understand that if we want to have a season, which all of us do, we have to be doing these things of, you know, not going out not doing these things wearing a mask when you're in public you know being the example for colorado sports and just colorado in general and yeah it's not easy especially for the younger people who are you know new to college and they're all excited about it but i think it's up to the upperclassmen and leaders to kind of structure that so that we're doing the right things in order for a season to be put in place
5: to brian All right, one more for Aubrey here. Um, Aubrey, I'm curious, after you finally got a full season and and played pretty well last year, what have been your focal points on your individual game this offseason to try to get better for this next year?
12: I think one of the biggest things is being a more consistent player, Um, so just being more of an offensive threat and just working on my shooting abilities, just being more consistent in that, and then kind of just growing on my leadership aspects, um, trying to – Bring this team to, you know, hopefully winning a championship. So, you know, pushing the younger players and just building on my leadership skills. But I think the biggest thing is just being more of a consistent a consistent threat on the court at all times.
2: I you know Aubrey's got to go left, wait for the final question. They're using the uh, disappointment of not having postseason in March as any kind of a special motivation this year. And then Dallas, take the same question after Aubrey's done.
12: Yeah, I mean, you know I've been here this will be my fourth year and I didn't play one year and we we haven't played postseason and so to have that in our sights of like okay we're about to go play postseason and then have it ripped under us was a huge bummer and so I think that we're all pretty amped up about that and having the opportunity to hopefully do that again this year is definitely driving that and, and we're all really excited and really pumped for the season hopefully that it'll happen
9: yeah I mean obviously like uh uh our seniors—that's who we're—that's who we're playing for this year, this year. Lucas and Shane, uh, guys who, who worked so hard to get to to get to get a chance to go to the tournament and and then have it just kind of ripped from them. And then I mean, obviously, we, we have something to prove. We have something to prove as well. So yeah, that, that's gonna that's gonna be a lot of fuel for us this season.
2: Hey, right, well, Dallas and Aubrey, thanks for joining us everybody that concludes our student athlete session for the day and we'll we'll figure out a plan in the future to get some more interviews up and running but we'll probably be a little silent for a while. Rick will do another one as soon as we know even more information and as you know that changes by the day so I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Thanks Dave. Thanks Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks
8: Dallas. Thanks Aubrey.
12: Bye thank you.